Hello and welcome to Game Pass Forever, a standalone segment of the Outside is Overrated podcast. Each month we dive into a new game off the Xbox Game Pass lineup. This segment exists because of the generous support of our backers on Patreon. If you enjoy this content, please visit patreon.com OIO and consider pledging $2 a month to support the show. Outsiders Overrated is presented by Premier Health. Check out their website at premierhealthmn.com. I'm your host, Tom Sedlachik, and joining me for the discussion tonight are the Hobby Box Joe Burns. hey And the incredible burping machine, Dr. C. Casey Aline. Yeah, what's up, everybody? I got yeah. my voice back. What? Yeah, no more uh, Homer Simpson sister-in-law over here. <laughs> no, no uh, more jokes, Tom. Oh, my goodness. I laughed <laughs> during the last show. That was really funny. I really enjoyed that. If you can uh, go ahead and get sick again, that'd be great. Oh, I will do my best. <laughs> Lick a bunch of doorknobs. Yeah, you've been doing that for like 37 years. <laughs> for September's Game Pass Forever game, we played Wolfenstein, The New Order by Machine Games. This game launched in May 2014 and was the first title for this Swedish developer. Wolfenstein is a story-based first-person shooter. The core gameplay loop involves a cutscene. Shoot or stab a lot of Nazis. Scrounge for every piece of ammo and armor. We'll see which one of us failed to uh, get that part of the hook. <laughs> Followed by another cutscene. Burns, I want to start with you. You have played this game to completion before. What were your expectations going back to it? I was mostly interested to see what it was going to be like playing through the other timeline. So early in the game, you make a decision, and that basically gives you one of two timelines, depending upon what decision you make. And uh, there's there's a few differences between the two, nothing major. But uh, yeah, so that was what I was looking forward to, as well as uh, trying to go for the Platinum Trophy. And so we'll see... We'll see if down the line, I, I when I finish the game, if I get there, I think I've already missed a collectible or two, so I'd have to like go back through again somehow. So it might not, it might not actually happen, but we'll see. That sounds just magnificent. Your pursuit of trophies is a uh, is a fool's errand, my friend. It can be. I mean, if I like a game, it, it's it's basically what I say that that shows that I have respect for a game is if I've put the time in to then get it to a platinum trophy. So there's. There's certain types of games, unless it's like a super easy platinum, then I'll, I'll get it because it takes, what, a little bit more time? Otherwise, it's a game I really like, I'll do it. And uh, the Wolfenstein New Order, I actually really like. So let's get all existential and meta here for just a second. If OIO had a trophy system, what level of commitment would you put in? I mean, I guess it would depend upon what I would have to do to get the trophies, per se. Yeah, co-host every episode forever for the rest of our lives. I mean... I've already missed episodes, so then I can't get it, so I might as well quit now. Oh, yeah. Well, you, no, you just have to go back in time. You have to be a baby again. And it, Oh, God, he's leaving. <laughs> Good news, bitch. You're my new best friend. Good luck. I'm sorry for the swear word. I don't edit this show, so uh, my apologies. I'll try to keep things in line here. Casey, you've never played a video game before. What were you hoping for out of Wolfenstein, the new order? Um, since this was my first video game ever, I didn't really know what to expect. You know, I've heard about first-person shooters and how fun they can be, but, you know, never really got around to playing one but no in, in, in all seriousness um i had pretty high expectations for this game um and we played the third installment of this game it's a game that has two sequels so well um, let me cut you off for a I second mean, there young blood isn't technically a sequel it's a related game made by a different developer but in the same vein i mean a lot of the boards and stuff are even pretty similar to this one which i wouldn't have known going into eh. it but like there's 
prison. There's, there's similarities, there's differences characters. for sure with yeah. Youngblood, which we already played on Game Pass forever before. If you haven't heard that episode, go back and listen to it. I but, think it was around December of last year. Yeah, I think in this one, um, you, you can definitely tell in that game with it being arcane, some of their influences in that and the level design uh, compared to now playing The New Order, uh, how Machine Games designs the levels, which are... I think a little bit more of a callback to kind of traditional like first person shooters uh, would be the way that I'd put it. Um, and then like the difference that Machine Games kind of puts on it is that they do put a little bit more of a focus on the story. Like the story is the centerpiece of what you're uh, playing the game for um, to accomplish. I mean, there's lots of action, but the the story is kind of king with this. A little bit of emphasis on the story. Yeah. I mean, point, point being, Wolfenstein's a pretty well-known title and yep. there's was games before new order and then there's yep. these other two spin-offs if you will of this one and who doesn't like killing nazis so that's why i was really looking forward to, to bashing some nazi skulls yeah this game has been on my radar for a very very long time and like i've gotten it from the library multiple <laughs> times and i knew that it was a shorter experience and i just never never actually put it in the system updated it, and actually played it. So I'm glad that we made time for this show. And now you're able to get it from the Game Pass County Library. Yeah. Which is nice. Yeah, very much so. And forever, because Microsoft owns them. Forever. Forever. Let's start with the heart of the FPS action. How was the shooting and Nazi killing in Wolfenstein? Burns, you're playing this on Uber. That sounds like a fun and rewarding experience. Yeah, so Uber difficulty is the difficulty you unlock after you beat the game and in order to get the platinum trophy there's a trophy to beat the game on i think the level below that is like i am death incarnate or something like that and then it's uber difficulty and so there's one trophy for actually finishing the game on uber difficulty so i'm giving it a go uh it's it's hard um i I think is it it hard or is it miserable um it's it's actually not as bad like i would say that when we played call of duty black ops cold war that was a, a worst lot, game in every respect. That was a lot like it felt a lot more cheap on the hard difficulty I was playing. I wasn't even on playing it on the hardest difficulty there. Um, I mean, it's unforgiving. You can't you have to be in cover or you have to be like killing things or you're going to be screwed if you're playing on uber difficulty. But I think just with even even outside of that. Uh, you're the, right there. You. Uh, I, I, it looks like you're about to explode. No, I burped a little bit. Oh yeah. Yeah, we. It's, it's, we've got <laughs> yeah. burps on this side. What of the, the table. heck is going on with you guys? Like you're all. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're filling we're, up our gas chamber. Yeah, we're trying to we're trying to hydrate for the show because we want our voices to sound pristine for you, Tom, and for your listeners, our listeners. Okay, Doctor C here is drinking a Doctor Pepper without a uh, coaster on my nice, fine desk. One was not available at the time. Yeah, you right? could just use his docking station. It's <laughs> a coaster. Yeah, sure. I mean, my work paid for that. That'd, yeah. that'd be great. Yeah. Um, but I think, as we'll probably get into here momentarily, uh, I think this game, even if you're not playing on the hardest difficulty, is still a, a difficult game. Yeah. And Casey, did you find this game to be challenging? <laughs> yes. Uh, this game humbled me, like, 100%. I um, believe my text to you guys was <laughs> and, and i quote uh i quit um 
<laughs> sorry guys, I quit. Yes, actually, sorry guys. Let's see, I wrote it down. Where to go? It was. Uh, it's on the next page. Yeah. I would oh, rather no, play no, no. Mist it is, again. Yeah. Sorry guys, I quit. This is the least fun I've ever had playing a video game. I would rather play Mist again. Were the exact <laughs> words that that I texted. And uh, I, yeah, I straight up rage quit this game. Uh, and it wasn't all that far in. I was maybe only like an hour and a half into the game. You are on the second board. Yeah. And uh, it was extremely, extremely frustrating. And I made some very rookie mistakes that we've discussed uh, in, in private. But if you do play this game, pick up every single gun that you can find. Pick up every single piece of armor. Pick up everything that you can scrounge on the ground. Because, yeah, what I did is I kind of rushed through a level, didn't get everything, and I sort of like really like short ended myself and got stuck in a save loop where I had 37 ammo and I had a courtyard with six Nazis that were heavily <clears throat> guarded and well armed. And it was, it, it was impossible for me at, at the level that I was playing and how I like to play it, which is probably also Punch not everything. quite right yeah. where I like to, yeah, <laughs> like rush a little bit too much. <clears throat> yeah. You have to be extremely careful in this game. You have to pick up every single piece of loot. You have to do, Things that I'm just super not accustomed to doing in a lot of first-person shooters. I we've said on this game or on this podcast before. I like to like play games wrong. Probably I like to <laughs> I like to run up and knife people if I have a knife, and I like to, <laughs> to do you know. And that does not work in this game, not at all. And not even that I was trying to do that in that courtyard. That courtyard just kicked the crap out of me. I tried it at least thirty times. I'm not kidding. Thirty and times or more. It's so over funny. And over and over again, and just got. <laughs> Worked. You texted us when you were so mad, and Brent and I are actually trying to be helpful. Like we're not necessarily poking the bear, but we're like, oh, well, you know, there's some drops over here, and here's what I did, and here's what I did, and you were just, we're not having it. No, it was, yeah, it was really bad. But I did like two days later after some, which was like yesterday, in- inward retrospect. Yes, <laughs> I played for I don't know, like three three hours or or more yesterday. Um, I had to drop the setting, the the difficulty setting down. Which thank God you're able to do that because. I, I can't imagine I'm the only one that had these sort of frustrations and difficulties playing this game. So the fact that there is five base difficulties that you can choose from when you start playing this game um, is, is pretty awesome. And I will say that like once you drop that difficulty down, it makes a huge difference. And you're actually able to see all the awesome stuff that is in this game. Like There is a ton of really cool stuff that is in this game as you get into it. And uh, yeah, so glad, glad I continued on. And like I love the fact that you can dual wield machine guns in this game and like the two trigger buttons are control each gun like i don't know if that's in other games i have not i haven't experienced that in in... like i know at least halo has dual wielding but maybe not halo one that we played together but is it both trigger buttons control like one gun okay Mm -hmm. i couldn't remember that but yeah it was that was that was really fun fun to me (laughs) there's one really tricky moment um where you're you're climbing up a wall and you're using two guns but you're grabbing with one and so it's really tricky that one of your guns is available at a time because you're holding on to the rope with another one and so i kept getting confused pulling the wrong trigger because it's the one i was holding on to um so there's some weird things that they do with that that's that's kind of neat I think. I mean, it gets frustrating if you can't get it down. But yeah. I mean, it doesn't sound neat on Uber. It sounds horrible and frustrating. And no, no. Well, well and, and the worst thing was they had some of those drones, and you'd shoot the drones, and then they'd fall down beneath you and blow up, and then they would, like, kill you when they blew up. And so it's like, okay, I got to I gotta kill this one guy and these two drones, and I got to climb fast enough so that I don't get killed by them blowing up on the elevator that's right beneath me. And so, yeah, there's some tricky situations for sure. 
I played on the difficulty level that Casey started on, and like I, I died plenty. Like I died mm-hmm. plenty, plenty. I think I died the first possible moment you can die on this game. I bet I beat you in the plane. When you have to get the like tools and put out the fire. Yeah, I couldn't find the locker. Yeah, I couldn't either. Oh, win! High yes. five! Yes. <laughs> This is a little bit of a tangent, but I have the hardest time in Bethesda games. Like, there's always so much like visual clutter to me. I often have a hard time finding the thing that I need to touch, and it just drives me crazy. It is a horrible thing for me in Fallout, and it kind of transferred over into Wolfenstein for me. Overall, I thought this game struck a really nice balance between the stealth and the run and gun action because there were times when you had to do one or the other, and there were times where you could choose your approach. And I just, I felt like they constantly, they did a great job with the pacing in this game, giving you different options to approach it. And I really enjoyed the stealth aspects of this game, which is something that I never say. Uh-huh. I never say. Yeah, it's it's extremely well done. I think that's one of the best things about this game is that you can kind of approach the situations in different ways. Now, there's going to be certain times where either stealth or just moving and shooting is going to be the best option, but you could go through, like you could go through probably most of the maps completely via stealth. There's some situations where I don't think you're ever really going to be able to be in stealth. Yeah, the helicopter mission comes to mind where you go into that building because they see you right away. No matter what you do, that is one where you have to run and gun, and that is a choke point where I almost got stuck in this game. Oh, yeah? It was very difficult. I earned a lot of perks in that uh, Uh that board. Uh, eventually I got through it, but that was one of the most challenging parts of the game for me was that particular mission. Yeah, and and I think one of the other interesting things that they do on a lot of the maps is you'll have, I don't remember what rank they actually are, but they're like sergeants or commanders, and uh, it'll, it'll basically tell you how far away from them you are, and if you kill them, um, you know, basically the only dudes that are going to be on the map are the dudes that are already on the map. If you don't kill them and they get alerted, they call reinforcements. They're going to call reinforcements, and those reinforcements keep coming until you kill them. And and you know, it's frustrating if you can't kill them, but it is super satisfying when you like sneak around, shoot them with a silenced pistol, nobody hears, and you've wiped out both the commanders. It's like, okay, I just gotta just gotta be careful, don't get attacked by dogs, and and uh, take everybody out, and we'll be good to go. I ran into a little issue with the stealth that makes me feel like an idiot. I wonder if you guys had the same thing. There is a perk where you have to take down so many commanders, so many soldiers, so many uh, dogs via stealth. And I'd see the dog laying on the ground, and it wouldn't occur to me that it hadn't noticed me yet. I thought, like, it was already dead because you constantly get attacked <laughs> by dogs in this game. So I'd be, like, trying to stealth through a mission. It's like, oh, there's a dog on the ground. Wait, is that dog alive? And then it was like, yeah, I'm going to bite your face now. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the dogs. Yeah, the, the dogs were a little bit of a pain, and for some reason, like I just couldn't process that they were lying there on the ground, just waiting for me to sneak up and stab them. The, the, I mean, the good thing with the dogs, though, is even if they get like on top of you, as long as you mash the melee button, they really don't do that much damage to you. And so, as long as you just like, as soon as they're on you, you just start hammering the melee button. You're probably going to be okay. But otherwise, yeah, usually. Which is reflexive for me as a gamer. Casey, did you try to give them treats or something? <laughs> no, I like you know how I approach games. I melee the hell out of games. <laughs> I, I melee so much, like I could not keep those throwing knives because like I'm oh. constantly pushing that damn button and like I'm co- I'm like, all right, where'd my knife go? Yeah, I don't so, know where my knife went. No swear filter on the show for the-, <laughs> the 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 I think that that was one of the controls that frustrated me quite a bit because 
the knife throw was on the same button as your melee button. And like that is universally melee across like every first person yep. shooter. So like I wasted a lot of knives too, just yep. trying to like go call of duty stabby stabby. Well, and, or I'm trying to open up one of the wooden crates to get whatever it is I can get out of it. If it's health or if it's ammo or whatnot. And then, you know, there'll be a rant, you know, it'll just, I'll miss it a little bit and I'll throw a freaking knife over the top of it. It's just like, I really needed that. I I did. (laughs) And then it's like, you try to find it. And yeah, those were really tricky to find in the environment. Um, Once you would throw them, it was, it was probably likely that you wouldn't track it down again. But uh, so that was one of the quibbles I had with the controls. I didn't have that issue. You're silly. You just agreed with me. I disagree vehemently. <laughs> well, as you were stumbling through those levels looking for your miscast knives, did you enjoy the level design? I, I did, yeah. I liked that you had uh, all sorts of different options to approach the different levels. So you could try to be dumb like me and just run right into the middle of things and blast away. Or you could try to sneak stealthily, which I did most of the time try to sneak stealthily around, but... Inevitably, I would always trigger the alarm, and then I would just try to find some like corridor that I could kind of hunker down in and just wait for the guys to come rushing at me, and I would just mow them down as they <laughs> continually come at you, because they do. They don't stop until they're all gone. It would have been interesting to watch your gameplay to actually like see where you're struggling with the stealth, because generally, I, I tripped alarms a couple of times and had to blast my way out, but it wasn't. it really wasn't that much of an issue for me. I mean, so the biggest thing is if you get to the point where the reinforcements keep coming, um, you start to run out of ammo. Like ammo, is, if you're not, even if you're staying on top of it, you can get into some firefights where you like run through your assault rifle ammo like super fast, especially if you get up against some of the heavily armored dudes that you got to like plunk like 10 times in the head in order to take them down. And so that's one of the, that's one of like the tricky things then and, and why it's such a benefit if you can try to take out those commanders before they call the reinforcements, or if they do kill them as fast as you possibly can before they call more and more and more enforce reinforcements um, into the group. Um, but I'm way in this back room away from everybody. So I get through <laughs> everybody to get to them. Exactly. Commanders. Exactly. So, yeah. It was, uh, which it was is why, struggle. which is why, as we were talking about it before we started recording, I, I feel like a lot of the time you're better off starting in stealth. And then when things go like sideways, then you just gotta like gun as much stuff down as you as you possibly can as quickly as as you can and sprint um, for that commander. Yeah, pretty much. An impression I had of the level design, it felt like many micro levels stitched together. Like uh, we'll use the helicopter board again because like you start outside this building and you're working through some tunnels. Then you go into this front entryway and then uh, there's a huge firefight there. And then you go into this next area. There's no traversal backwards, mm-hmm. which is. It's fine once you're getting into the flow of the game, but early on, like, I didn't have to feel for finding all the collectibles. You constantly have to check your map because once you're, like, in a room with a collectible, it'll show up on your map as a question mark and you can go find it. Uh, and at one point, like, I had triggered this secret door. And I'm like, oh, I thought that was where the mission went. So I was, like, exploring the rest of the floor. I'm like, oh, I get to this other room. I kill a commander. It's like, oh, there's a window to climb out. And I climb out the window, locked out forever. Uh, so, and I'm pretty sure there was a health upgrade in that little room that mm-hmm. was in. Like, it was really really frustrating for me not to be able to go back in there so um you said health upgrade that's one of the differences between the two timelines so if you if you save the one person at the beginning fergus um you get health upgrades as you go through the game if you save wyatt you get armor upgrades as you go through the game 
Um, one one of the interesting differences um, between the two timelines. Functionally the same, but yep. health will regenerate. I don't understand how the health regeneration works because sometimes it would go from 80 to 100 for me. Sometimes it wouldn't. Sometimes it would only regenerate when I was down below 40, up to 40, and uh, it seemed a little nebulous. So it, my guess is, is you took damage down to 81. It'll always ramp back up like to the next 20th. So to go up to 100 or 120, or then if you're... If your health upgrade goes up to 130 or 140, it'll regen up uh, within tw a 20 range, basically. It would have been nice to have some sort of visual indicator of that. Uh, the PS3 shooter Resistance had a very similar health uh, system, mm -hmm. but there were visual upgrades. Like you had, I think, depending on how many 20s of health you had, you'd have a bar for each one of those. And if your full bar got depleted, that bar wasn't regenerating. But if you're yeah. on the next bar of health, if it was only partially depleted, then it would refill. Yeah, I think the one thing that the game or the the, the health number kind of pulses and then it starts to increase. Um, if, if you if you look at it as you're at a certain point. Like, well, I love a good pulsation. I tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> but it's one of those things where, you know, sometimes when you see that you're at a certain level, like you jump into cover so that you can regain it up to a certain point before you jump back and re-engage, um, which is why I think finding cover is, is so important in this game too. I hated finding cover in this game. I truly hated it. I didn't like <laughs> the hold down the bumper to lean system. It's it's wonky. So so basically when you're holding down the aim, uh, so left, is it L, yeah, L, yeah. LB, um, and you're holding that down as you go up to a corner, you lean around it. Um, which gives you the ability to supposedly uh, aim at people as you're doing that. But, uh, it, yeah, it was a little wonky sometimes, and sometimes you would just end up not looking anywhere useful, um, or there'd be, like, a bunch of crap in the way, so it doesn't really matter anyway. It was a worse cover system than Gears of War, which originally came out in, like, 2006. It could be. I never played... Well, okay, I played, like, five minutes of the first Gears of War at one point. That's about it. So we should play through that game together. I mean, it's only two players. So Casey, you're, sorry, you're on the bench for that. You can play with Corey. We played through the first one for a while. Oh, did we? Oh yeah, yeah, we did. Oh yeah, we played games before. I think I've had the first <laughs> one installed on my Xbox Series S since I got it. I haven't played it yet. Yeah, pretty fun. One of these days. For progression in this game, when you perform certain actions, you unlock perks that enhance your favorite playstyle. We've talked about the perks a little bit, but they'll basically give you set tasks to accomplish, like assassinate five commanders, or stealth kill, stealth takedown on certain enemy types, or kill so many enemies from cover with a certain type of weapon. And then you'll up unlock things like an increased knife sheath so that you can carry more of those precious knives that Burns loves to leave littering the levels. <laughs> Or you can increase ammo capacity. Or there's other... You get tangible rewards for accomplishing these set tasks. Did you guys enjoy that progression system? Or would you have preferred a more traditional XP and skill tree system? I thought it was interesting because it made you try different aspects of the game systems. Uh, one of the things that I thought was weird is the assault tree. So there's four trees that you go down. And that tree, you have to kill ten dudes carrying double assault rifles, which just seemed weird to me because that was not like the way that I was going to attempt to play like the game standardly at all, just because I know like the ammo is sometimes gets scarce. And the last thing I want to do is be not really aiming and just plugging away more ammo at every shot. Like, uh, like Casey did. <laughs> like I'm chuckling over here. Like. <laughs> 
hey, wait a minute. That's how I played. <laughs> so that was like actually the, the last tree that I went down and I had to do it like purposefully. It's like, okay, I got to kill 10 guys with double assault rifles now so that I can see what's beneath that. But um, it is, it's neat though, because like you say, your favorite play style, you're probably going to unlock a lot of the things down that tree kind of naturally anyway. So the first like large part um, the first like large board that you get onto, uh, by the time I beat that, I had already unlocked like four of the stealth like perks because of how much I died. But then like how many times I was doing the different things by like, like stealth killing people with my knife or by like shooting them with the silence pistol. Once I got the silence pistol, which is probably my favorite weapon of the game. Uh, just because it's, I don't know. I, I've always like Goldeneye too. I love the silence pistols. I, I don't know. It's just so much fun, and uh, yeah, it's a it's a way that you can air quotes game the game, right? A little bit anyway. Yeah, so. you can clear out a lot of enemies before they have any idea that you're there. Definitely. Um, I thought it was a pretty unique system, but at the same time, for me, I I would much rather prefer a skill tree and experience. I think just because, as we've hinted at, the way that I play this game is probably <laughs> backwards, but I just like blowing through things like one of the first things i unlocked was the one where you toss grenades and blow stuff up constantly because i used a whole lot of grenades when i which are not stealthy at all <laughs> so um yeah i know it, it is it is fun because you will unlock like as you said because the way that you play the game you're going to unlock perks for the way that you prefer but the way that I prefer was not necessarily the way that you're supposed to end up playing this game in the yeah, end. We, so we need a special fifth tree that's just for Casey. That's right. <laughs> we just need a, I don't know. We'll call it the special we tree. We need like a <laughs> super armor run up and just smash everything tree. So Yeah, the Hulk tree. <laughs> the Hulk tree. <laughs> so would you say that you, you preferred the um, progression system in like Outriders compared to this? For sure, yeah. I would definitely prefer something along that, that line. Um, being able to like, I don't know, add, add armor or... Um, well, just to be able to special, yeah, ability or something like just that. Just to be able to customize your character at all, I think that Outriders wins the upgrade system battle. Yeah, yeah and I mean it's a very different shooter, like in all respects. Um, I could cast fireballs in that game and shoot Iron Man's beam out of my chest. Oh, you didn't? You didn't get? You didn't get those <laughs> weapons yet? No, I'm kidding. Oh man, I got to finish this game. <laughs> I thought the perk system was pretty interesting. I thought they were largely attainable enough, except for the stupid one where you have to kill someone while sliding. Yeah, I don't think I'm ever yeah. going to accomplish that. The rewards were usually something that I wanted. And one thing that I thought was nice is you can make progress on those perks and it never, ever goes away. So even if you fail a mission, have to go back to a checkpoint and like get stuck in a frustrating spot, you can still be checking off things on that progression box. So it takes the sting out a little bit when you're constantly dying. Yeah, and, and you touched on the checkpoint system. Casey shakes his head now. <laughs> <laughs> you, you touched on the checkpoint system, and we've talked about it a little bit before, but um, there, it's at times it feels like it does a really good job of like setting you like where you should. Um, but then there's other times where it's like like I'll some of the extended fights, and it's like, oh, okay, you're putting me all the way back here. All right. I guess I'll play this later because <laughs> I definitely had that because there are some like pretty long and lengthy battles. 
One that comes to mind for me is, again, the helicopter mission. The last part of that mission, you're in this room, and there's essentially three waves of enemies. Uh-huh. So you clear out the first wave, great. You clear out the uh, second wave, which is a whole bunch more dudes rushing at you, great. But then there are two robots, I think, is the last phase of that one, or is it the one really heavy-duty robot is the last phase of that one? One really heavy. One really heavy dude. And like if you die at any point in those three waves, you're back at the beginning of it. Yeah. And it was super frustrating, except that was the one place I found where I could overcharge my health and get a stealth takedown working on those perks oh nice I'm one away I got four in that room you need five <laughs> but if I had failed again I just wasn't going to play again that night <laughs> the main hook in Wolfenstein the new order is the story told primarily through cutscenes cut between the action it chronicles how Nazis discovered superior technology and stormed the world in World War II or at least Europe it follows BJ Blaskowitz from a pivotal mission in World War II through his efforts with the Nazi resistance over a decade later there could be more. I only made it through 60% of this game. Was the story as good as advertised, Casey? Absolutely. The, the story is the highlight of this game for me, and that's I'm really glad that I decided to continue playing because I got a lot more bits and pieces of how the story unfolds. Yeah, you got and, some bits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got a surprise, yeah. <laughs> you, well, you got, to, you got to see the conception of uh, our, our favorite characters from Wolfenstein Youngblood, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, I didn't actually put the two and two together on that one, Burns. No, that's uh, wow. How did you not? I figured they'd, you know, that wasn't going to be the only time, unless maybe she ends up dying later on in the story. I don't know. Well, I guess well, she can't. Well, it's not the yeah, she's, she's, she's a little bit babies. of plot armor. So, <laughs> never mind. But, <laughs> so, but yeah, it was. I mean, you have three children. Oh, I know how do to need, have babies, Tom. Do you need Burns to explain this process? But sometimes, you? you know, like. <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't happen every time, unless you're a Helene, which it happens every time, pretty much. And then you have to be really careful. Something oh, else yeah. he's really good yeah, at. No, yeah, no, yeah. That's right. You are frustratingly good at everything. <laughs> we, it turns out we are a very fertile family, too. But that is, uh, that is a conversation for another time and perhaps another platform. So, but yeah, one other comment. Like, I can't believe they haven't made any of this into a, a movie. Honestly. Like, it's I've really the story is is that good where I they could honestly just take everything that I've seen so far in this and put it on paper and act it out and then I think people would enjoy it in a theater. I think it's that good of a story. Well, it's interesting. Phoenix was sitting next to me while I was playing this before she started cramming clerks for that show and she looks over at me and she's like, when was this game made? I'm like, I don't know, six, eight, ten years ago, somewhere in that window turns out it's eight years ago. And she's like, it's really good. I'm like, yeah, it is really good. I like it. Yeah. No, they do a fantastic job with the story. And it was one of those things where <clears throat> I know, oh, I think it was I think it was the Youngblood episode when we were talking about the story in Wolfenstein and how it compared to Titanfall, like Titanfall 2 and so on and so forth. I was like, ah, it's nowhere close to that. But it's like, I forgot how much I enjoyed the story until like the very beginning of the game. Like it, it the beginning of the game, they do such a good job of, like showing you kind of just who BJ is and like the stuff that he's stuck in the middle of, as well as a little bit of his backstory and they do it really quickly. And then you're, you're in the airplane and you have to do this and you have to do that to get out of the situation. And it's kind of like a really good mix of action, action, action. Here's some story, action, action, action. Here's some story. Uh, And I I think also they, they, it's, it's awesome. All of the characters that you end up getting surrounded by and finding as you go through the game, they all have interesting personalities and add something else to the, to the, to the team. And, and I think that's something that they do a really good job as 
And then fast forward to Wolfenstein Youngblood, <laughs> and you have these two goofy idiot girl protagonists who throw up the first time they kill someone. It's it's weird. Like, and that's why I was saying it was like it was just weird to experience that. I truthfully, I am glad we experienced Youngblood first because I imagine going from Wolfenstein to Youngblood, I would hate it with a burning fiery passion <laughs> <laughs> i enjoyed it for what it was when we were playing it but i'm like if i play that now like i'm willing to bet i would find little enjoyment other than blasting nazis yeah it's uh it, it's there and i'd heard that from a lot of people before i played it so i was kind of prepared for that to be the case and it was well enough after i played the new order that it it wasn't fresh in my mind where it would have probably been even more jarring if it would have been yeah uh the only thing that i have to add about Wolfenstein the New Order production values are just off the charts it is mm-hmm. unbelievable that this is this studio's first game like they must have been very experienced developers that came together with a tremendous vision and just like an incredible plan to pull off this masterpiece yeah I, I really wonder if they had helped out on other games prior to that um, and I know that id uh, the developers of doom because this came out before they re-released doom um, I know that they helped a bit with it. So I think there was a little bit of a symbiotic kind of thing going back and forth because, you know, id created Wolfenstein way back in the day, the original Wolfenstein 3d, which is, you know, especially growing up was one of my favorite games. Like I loved that more than doom just because it was a more realistic world. And it was, it was an interesting labyrinth to explore. And then, you know, maybe jumping back a little bit to the level design, but I, I do like how, some of the same types of things that would trigger opening secrets in Wolfenstein 3D trigger opening secrets in uh, the New Order, which I think is really neat. It's a good like callback to that, and I think I think it's another thing that they they do a really good job of kind of paying homage, 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 homage. Well, I don't know. I forgot how to say that yeah, word. One of the one of those was correct. Yeah. We'll uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, to to the old game, but then making something uh, uniquely their own and. Um, yeah, they've made, so they made kind of a half prequel of the new order, which is the old blood, which is kind of what happens to BJ before the start of the new order. And then there's the new Colossus, which is the sequel to the new order. Um, and now my understanding is machine games is working on the Indiana Jones movie or our video game excuse me, that uh, Bethesda is making. And they're the lead developers on that, along with like Todd Howard, who's helping with it and so on and so forth. And so uh, eventually, I, I feel like they had, they had said at one point that Wolfenstein was going to be a trilogy, just like the original games. And so I'm super excited to see if they end up finally having that third that third game. Yeah, we'll see. You mentioned Doom. I was thinking as we were playing this and Casey was not having any fun with this game, I thought, (laughs) I bet Casey would really hate Doom because of the frenetic pace and it's really hard and it can be really unforgiving. But I forget that uh, melee is a much more integral part of that experience. I'd be very fascinating to see you play the new Doom. Yeah, that'd be fun. I'd give it a try. I played, I think the original Doom is the only Doom I've ever played. It's the only do most of us have played. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can I, I get that. But it is really, really good. It is. Well, final thoughts and takeaways on Wolfenstein, the new order. Casey, I'm glad you enjoyed this experience ultimately. <laughs> yeah. After my initial frustrations, um, like, honestly, I need to find time to try and finish this game. The story is, is just that good. Uh, the gameplay in the end is that good if you can actually 
handle it or just turn down the difficulty well, to find, a point where you can enjoy it. Because, yeah, find the difficulty like, that's right for you. Yeah. Right, it's exactly right. Like on, on easy <laughs> mode, um, it's you can you can run in and get blasted, and I still die plenty. But like, it's not to a point where it was so frustrating that I wanted to smash everything that was sitting around me and like rage. <laughs> like it was it, it was so bad. I it was it was the most. Or at least fun. I'm not like that text. It was the least fun I've ever had playing a video game up to that point. And then, like after I found what worked for me, it was some of the best times that I've had playing a video game. It so, was the best of times. It was best the of worst times, times. It was the worst of times. Smashing and killing Nazis. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's fun. Uh, thank goodness for multiple difficulty settings. Bernsey, would you call this game a masterpiece? Um. I mean, it's close to that. I it, I always struggle with like video certain, games as art. No, well, I don't know. I, I think a lot of video games should, should be qualified as art. You know, Roger Ebert, roll around in your grave if you want to. But uh, uh, I, I, it's just it, it's always hard to see what to say what it is that is that upper echelon, right? And for everybody, it's something that's a little bit different. It's definitely up there, though. It's, it's close to it. Um, and I definitely remembered playing through it again, uh, how much I enjoyed it. Now, I, I would highly recommend it to anybody. Uh, all of the iterations of it are on Game Pass. So if you have Game Pass, you have access to all of it. Um, you might as well play through it now. And I think they'll eventually bring bring more BJ back. And so, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's well worth anybody's time. This game is a masterpiece. It is a masterpiece. You can name any top-tier shooter from the last couple of console generations, and Wolfenstein has to be mentioned in the same breath. From the shooting, the tight, polished shooting action, to the story, it's just, it's an incredible package, and I just, I can't say enough good things about this game, and I wish that I had been able to see it through to completion in this month that we had with it. Well, I mean, it's one of those things, like, even for you, Casey, I, you're, you're at least halfway through the game at this point. And so, really, it's one of those things where, you know, a few more hours and you'll probably be able to see the credits. And uh, the same the same with you, Tom. Um, I mean, you're getting closer and closer. You're at a little bit harder difficulty. But, uh, yeah, I'd highly recommend seeing it through to the end. And then uh, the Old Blood, I will say, if you go to play that, um, is harder. Um, wow. It was built. It's a shorter experience. <laughs> And it was built to be much more of a, like, BJ's in the middle of a Nazi base and he has to get out. And so it's just supposed to be, like, swarms and swarms more guys harder in general. That sounds like a lower difficulty level for this guy. Yes, probably. I wish I had taken note of what they called the difficulty levels when you start up the game. Because I remember it was really funny. Like, wasn't them one of them, like, Hurt Me Daddy? Yes. Yeah. Yep, it's either Hurt Me Daddy or Hurt Me Plenty, but yeah, yep. Hurt Me Plenty is Doom. Yeah, okay, yeah, so Hurt Me Daddy, and then it's, yeah, I Am Death Incarnate is the top one other than Uber, which is the the next highest one. Yeah. And I believe if you go down to the lowest one, he puts a baby bonnet on and has a pacifier in his mouth. Yeah, perfect for Casey. Yep. Hey, whatever it takes to experience the game, that, that doesn't And to matter. enjoy it. Like, we, yeah. I mean, we don't actively go into any of these experiences hoping to hate them. Uh, quite the opposite when it comes to Marvel Avengers. That <laughs> dumpster fire. <laughs> any other thoughts on Wolfenstein, The New Order? No. no. I don't think so. Get Game Pass. Play Wolfenstein. Next month for Game Pass Forever, we play Immortals, Phoenix, Riding. Rising. <laughs> Wait a minute. What's Dom going to be doing tonight? <laughs> well, Freudian slip. Immortals, Phoenix, Rising. You are the gods' last hope. The fate of the world is at stake. 
<laughs> Play as Phoenix, a new winged demigod on a quest to save the Greek gods and their home from a dark curse. Take on mythological beasts, master the legendary powers of the gods, and defeat Typhon? Typhoon? <laughs> Typhon. 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 The deadliest titan in Greek mythology in an epic fight for the ages. I put this game up. I am very excited that it won. Bernsey, I'm sorry that your full motion video thing didn't work out because I know how much you like these games. There'll be other times. But I'm excited for this game because it's like Breath of the Wild, but fun. (laughs) Burns, I am so excited to get your take on it. Casey, I hope you enjoy it too. But Burns, a lot of our quibbles about Breath of the Wild are very similar. We both hate the weapon degradation system. We both fail to be captivated by this world that just swept up gaming and a lot of people consider it their favorite game of all time. Mm -hmm. I think that this takes a lot of positives from Breath of the Wild and just gets rid of the weapon degradation and puts a Greek mythology skin on it and I played like two hours of this game on PlayStation. I'm so excited to get back to it and I'm so excited to get your take on this experience. So this game actually has a story that it tells you yeah, it does I, I mean, Breath of the Wild has like Ganon. It's got a boss. I don't know if this game's like Breath of the Wild. Then, if it actually tells you a story <laughs> and has like has like like act, voice acting and like actual like legitimate dialogue that's not just a couple of lines here or there. Breath of the Wild does have voice acting. There is there is a voice actor who portrayed Princess. Uh, pr- yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm like, oh god, did I just commit like the Zelda sin? <laughs> I'm not on fire, so like I didn't spontaneously combust. Thank goodness. <laughs> I'm looking forward to this game too. My youngest son, Gavin, uh, has played 95% of the way through it on the Switch. He's at the final bosses and trying to work. Does he those, play it handheld or does he play it like with a controller? He plays it handheld most. Well, actually, he plays it docked. That so. makes a lot more sense. The reason that I bounced off it as quickly as I did with the Switch, combat is pretty involved. I'm like, I, I play my Switch 99% handheld. It's very, very rarely in the dock. It's like the, the video games that I play when I'm laying in bed. And like, it just, it was too much for me to manage with my hands on the little bumpers up on top. And uh, it has to be a controller game for me. So I am excited to play this the way the Greek gods intended. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. Clever wordplay. Yeah. If you enjoy this content, please back our show on Patreon. This standalone segment, Game Pass Forever, is tied to a specific tier of support. You can back us for as little as $2 a month, but at just $10, you get an extra podcast from Tom and Joey each and every single month. Check it out at patreon.com OIO. Thank you again so much for listening. We'll see you next month. Stay inside, kids. <laughs>